You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. I have the privilege now of speaking to the CEO of the largest exchange in Africa. Uh, that's, of course, Dr. Leila Fari, who is the CEO of the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. They released their results today, a rather impressive set of results with profit after tax going up, with uh, dividends being paid out, return on equity increasing as well. Uh, but to give us a sense of those results, uh, we're joined by Dr. Leila now. Good evening, Dr. Fari. Thanks so much for making the time. Before we kick into what the JSC has done over the last year and all the monumental achievements, um, what do you make of the performance of the company? Jim, our results really uh, show the, the strength, stability and sustainability in our earnings. Um, an important standout feature is the diversified revenue. So while our NPAT and our, our headline earnings per share were up 4% and our interest income was up 40%, the stabilization and the quality of earnings through the cycle is, a, is an important standout feature. So our non-trading revenue is up 13%, our overall revenue is up 5%, and our non-trading revenue now contributes 25% of revenue. Our new, um, one of our important acquisitions of which was Link Market Services and our JSE Investor Services, which contributes to 6% of our revenue, has grown at a compound annual growth rate of 49% since acquisition in 2020. So these sorts of sources of revenue fortify us through the cycle and um, stabilization and the quality of earnings through the cycle is evident. We've also delivered on um, high cash generation, an increase in the cash that we're generating. And of course, we all know that cash generation is a crucial element in the downturn and and during difficult times. And so the the JC is in a healthy space. Um, We have uh, delivered on our strategic imperatives. Our uh, systems availability is at an all-time high, and we have focused heavily on innovating and introducing new forms of um, revenue through a number of different initiatives. Mm. No, I mean, sticking with that diversification of revenue, I mean, we know that JSC Clear recently got their license from the FSCA to act as a clearing broker. Um, how significant is that going to be from one, from a diversification point of view, uh, but two, from a service offering point of view? I mean, you, you touched on the innovation side of it, and it's important for an exchange, particularly one as large as the JSC on the, on the continent and as part of the, the global contributors. I mean, we're ranked in the top 20 in terms of global exchanges in size. Yeah. Um, how important is it for the JSC to get a license like the one that's been afforded to the JSC Clear? What does it mean for yeah. what you'll be able to do? Jim, um, our independent clearing house license is a very important step. And um, the reason it's important is that the JSC Clear is, is really the risk management um, uh, environment and the systemic risk shock absorber in the market. It ensures the integrity of the market. It ensures investors are protected when they uh, trade on the market. And um, responsive and appropriate risk management is really important. During the crisis of the both uh, the 2008 and more recently the pandemic, we saw zero failed trades, which is a very, very important and quite world-class um, statistic, and the independent clearinghouse license now uplifts and even improves the regulatory credibility in the market. 
What is important in the market is that when international investors want to trade on the JSE, they want certainty that their trades are going to settle and that they as investors are protected. Mm. And the JSE is genuinely a world-class clearinghouse um, in, uh, in global terms. Mm. Speaking of world-class offerings from the JSE, I mean, we, we know that there's there's been a couple of initiatives that the JSE rolled out uh, throughout the year. I mean, actively managed ETFs and actively managed certificates are just one mm. example um, of some very innovative products and leading products, not only for the continent, but also for uh, emerging markets to um, take note of. I mean, w- what else can we expect out of the JSE going into um, 2023 and beyond from an innovation point of view? Jim, innovation is is a is a very uh, central uh, part of uh, of the uh, JSC culture, and we're starting to demonstrate an agile and pretty responsive and rapid rollout of new innovations. So. In a very short space of time, we introduced private markets, which uh, enables capital formation by um, small and medium enterprises and infrastructure. We've also moved our, our data into the cloud, which means that traders and market participants can access data in a much more productive and, and easy-to-access manner. And we have introduced an artificial intelligence social listening tool, which scans social media and it's, it provides early warning indicators for potential um, issues in the market. Now, we are in, in the process of investigating a carbon market. Um, we are looking to potentially introduce carbon uh, futures and a couple of other uh, sort of detailed products. But really, our, our culture is about just being responsive and delivering value and delivering to the market what the market is demanding. That sounds very exciting, particularly with this, uh, with the emergence of um, carbon emissions and, and the um, reduction in global footprints that we're seeing and everybody wanting to get carbon credits around the world. So I think that'll definitely oh. be um, something to add value, not only to the JSE, but also to um, other exchanges around the world. I mean, before I let you go, Leila, um, we obviously have to look at the impact of uh, some macro conditions that are driving decision-making at not only the JSE, but at other other companies and other corporates as well. I mean, do you think that the, the current inflationary uh, environment and, and high interest environment has been uh, to the detriment of uh, the JSE or has it been to, uh, has it helped the JSE weather some, some difficult storms? I mean, we've seen quite a bit of increased or rather an increased number of delistings as of late and um, not enough relistings or listings of new companies. But how is the overall macro picture around the world and in particular South Africa um, affected uh, operations from from a JC perspective? Jim, we are part of Global Village and the global um, macroeconomic um, environment does affect us. There are three areas that um, that are, are really affecting sentiment towards emerging markets in South Africa and then, of course, inbound flows into those markets. Firstly, um, China and whether they, the opening up uh, really generates uh, growth in the short term. Secondly, the geopolitical crisis. And thirdly, the um, the uh, inflation crisis that you are ex- uh, describing, and particularly um, whether the U.S. goes into a recession or has a soft landing. These factors 
um, will work hand in hand with our local dynamics on the ground. That is to say um, how we address and deal with the um, power crisis, how that continues to affect and how quickly we're able to, to put some short measures in place to um, to reduce the drag on economic growth, how other state-owned entities are managed, and then um, what the government does to encourage and stimulate growth. These factors all work together to drive business sentiment and also to drive uh, flows. On the upside, we are starting to see international investors showing an interest in South Africa relative to other emerging market competitors. So um, I think there's a there's a mixed set of, of pressures and dynamics, um, and uh, we certainly are globally in, in macroeconomic headwinds. Mm. Well, I think the one thing we can be grateful for is that the JSC has taken some serious efforts in terms of the investments it's made into ensuring that we avoid those disruptions and that sort of thing. I mean, something you mentioned earlier in our conversation around the fact that um, there was virtually zero downtime on the JSC. I think the stats were um, mm. some 99.9% operational efficiency of uh, the exchange, which is impressive by any standards, but it also does provide that level of assurance and, and comfort towards investors, both locally and internationally, as you rightly mentioned, that uh, their funds are secure, that their investments are secure, and that the JSC is indeed a world-class exchange. But thank you so much, uh, Dr. Furry. Uh, that's Dr. Leila Furry, who is the CEO of the Johannesburg Stock exchanges, giving us a sense of the JC's results, as well as what their plans are for the future in order to stay competitive and ahead of other exchanges around the world. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7pm. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.